uncovering your own unique selling proposition can be a daunting task that requires reflection and sometimes brutal honesty. In episode 12 of the podcast, we'll show you how doing this work up front will make all of the marketing and advertising campaigns that follow easier and more effective. Podcasting from BC's beautiful Sunshine Coast, this is the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Each week, you'll hear ideas designed to help Canadian realtors get more clients and make more money. Here are your hosts, Val Labreck and Paul Polson. Odds are that you're not the only realtor in your area and that you have some type of competition. Your marketing needs to explain why someone should work with you instead of that other guy from across town. The way you do this is by using a unique selling proposition more commonly called a USP. Your USP is the one thing that only you can do that sets you apart from all of your competitors. So how do you come up with your USP? In some cases, it's simple and straightforward. If you're the only realtor in your town, your USP is, I'm the only realtor in town. If you're one of two agents, maybe you're the only one that deals with commercial real estate. In reality though, you're likely one of dozens, hundreds, or even thousands of realtors in your market. In this case, you need to roll up your sleeves and do some hard work contemplating what differentiates you from other agents. Okay, so let's say you're starting from zero. What do you need to do to uncover your USP? First, ask yourself, what is the biggest benefit clients will experience when they choose me to be their realtor? What do you help your clients accomplish, fix, or avoid? Once you have the answer to that question, decide if you're able to quickly and accurately explain this USP to a potential client without creating confusion. Be honest with yourself and think about whether or not your unique selling proposition is truly unique. Are you the only one that can honestly make such a claim? Will it be difficult, or better yet, impossible for other agents to offer the same benefit? Because everyone's USP should be, you know, unique, we can't give you specific suggestions for your specific circumstance. However, we can give you examples of other successful USPs and provide you with some advice on what not to do. Ask yourself. What part of being a realtor you like the most and what part you're good at? Ideally, these will be the same thing or, at the very least, closely related. Do you like helping first-time buyers buy their first homes? You could be the buyer's agent that specializes in minimizing the stress that comes with buying real estate for the first time. Do you like the challenge of negotiations and feeling like you've won? You could be the hard-nosed negotiator that gets your clients the best deal possible. Do you like communicating and being persuasive? You could be the expert marketer that uses a proven 10-point system to sell homes. It's better to be known as the queen of the condos in White Rock than to be known as the generally knowledgeable realtor that can sell or buy all types of residential real estate in the greater Vancouver area that also sometimes does commercial deals on the side and property manages too. Consumers don't typically look for a general solution to a general problem. They're looking for specific expertise to help them buy a townhouse condo in Red Deer or to sell a hotel in Carrobert, Saskatchewan. I think a lot of agents are afraid that specializing means excluding all other types of transactions, and I don't find that to be true. Expertise in one area of the industry will translate to success in other areas, but attempting to be widely approachable to everyone makes you look middling and mediocre. Okay, we talked about reflecting on your strengths and interests and building your USP that way, but what if you're a new agent or an experienced agent that's moved to a new market? What if you don't have the specific market or industry knowledge to know what you're good at and what you like? Instead of beating your head against the wall, step back and take a breath and try owning a specific claim. This means choosing a benefit that your competitors may also provide, 
but take complete ownership of said benefit. If you're the only realtor saying it, it appears as though you're the only realtor doing it. Good examples outside of real estate are old USPs from Enterprise Rent-A-Car and Burger King. Burger King used to say, have it your way, which implies that they were the only fast food restaurant that would permit you to customize your order. Anyone that's ever eaten at any restaurant ever knows that this isn't the case. But by being the only chain that said it out loud, Burger King successfully convinced us that if we wanted to tweak a menu item, we needed to eat at their restaurant. There's a similar story from Enterprise. For years, they said, we'll pick you up, again implying that other car companies forced you to visit their location to rent a vehicle. This wasn't true, and over time, other rental companies clarified that they too would pick you up or drop you off. Pick up and drop off became so commonplace that Enterprise eventually dropped that USP. Enterprise is currently offering a completely clean pledge, which states that they sanitize their cars between customers. Given the current state of the world, we'd argue that sanitizing shared items between customers is a no-brainer. But once more, Enterprise does a great job of showing us how saying something obvious associates that specific claim with a specific brand. How could this work for a realtor? Think of a service that's included in your commission and announce it as being free of charge. You could say, my clients never have to pay a signed deposit fee or I'll pay for professional real estate photos so you don't have to. Other agents may roll their eyes and think that this is common knowledge, but some sellers will choose to list with you because they don't want to get stuck paying a fee to have your sign in their yard. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast like this. I just wanted to remind you that we have a weekly email newsletter. If you like what you're hearing so far, sign up at canadianrealestatemarketing.ca so you never miss an episode. Every episode of the podcast is made with Canadian realtors in mind, and we appreciate you listening. Now, let's get back to the podcast. If you're just getting started as a realtor, you could position this as you working with a limited number of clients, which means each one of your deals gets a greater percentage of your care and attention. You're there to handhold and dote on every one of your clients. Your USP is built on quality over quantity. There's a big market for that type of experience. Another option for creating a USP is to make something up. To be clear, under no circumstances should you lie to potential clients. You're not looking for a fraudulent claim, you're after a creative claim. Try positioning yourself as the best dressed agent in town and show up to every listing presentation in a tuxedo. Or call yourself the most boring realtor in the industry and answer your phone in a monotone voice. You've reached Paul, the most boring realtor in all of Toronto. Leave a message at the beep. If you go this route, remember that you need to deliver on your USP. Promising one thing and not following through with it is a killer for you and your business. In August 2020, we're seeing lots of blowback on Ellen DeGeneres for allegedly being really mean. Her problem is not that people are being told that she's hard to work for, it's that her entire brand revolves around her being nice. When her fans see that she's not being the one thing she's known for, her brand starts to fall apart. This means that if you promote yourself as the best-dressed realtor in Edmonton, you better show up to every listing proposal, every open house, and every appointment looking impeccable. Depending on how high profile you are, this might even mean being dressed to the nines when you're grocery shopping or at the hockey game. Something else to avoid is trying to build a USP around an overly broad claim. Statements that proclaim you as having the best service or X number of years of experience are to be avoided, even if they're true. 
These claims are so overused across all industries that they've become meaningless. If you're hell-bent on building a USB around one of these claims, you'll need to really narrow it down. Instead of saying great service, explain that you'll return calls and emails within three business hours or that you provide weekly updates and writing to your clients. If you're saying that your service is above average, you need to give your audience specific examples. Same with mentioning the number of years you've been an agent. This is interpreted as you saying that you're competent, but people expect competency in their realtor. As with service, if you're determined to use years of experience as your USP, you need to explain what specifically about that experience benefits your clients. We recently spoke with realtor John McRae, and he told us that lots of people moving to the Sunshine Coast want to rent before they buy. He said they do this to get a feel for the neighborhood and community before committing to buying a home. He also said that he's been a real estate agent for so long that he's pretty good at matching buyers to neighborhoods. There's a strong USP in that statement. Thanks to 36 years experience, realtor John McRae will know what neighborhood you want to live in before you do. You could definitely build a campaign around that USP. What about awards? Are awards something to build a USP around? It depends on the award. There are obstacles that you'll need to overcome. First, you often need to educate would-be clients about what the award means and why that matters to them. Second, there's the perception that industries create awards for the sake of giving them to themselves. If you want a prestigious award from outside of the industry, that could work. For example, if you write a best-selling book about the real estate industry and you reference the fact that you're a best-selling author, that could lead others to perceive you as an authority. Another possibility is if you had unrelated success in another industry before coming to real estate. Something I saw more than once in radio were DJs becoming salespeople. Normal salespeople had all kinds of objections and obstacles to overcome, but DJs that go into sales often get to sidestep a lot of that friction because of their celebrity. The same thing could work for a realtor. In an extreme and very specific example, let's say that you used to be a professional football player and you won a Grey Cup before getting into real estate. You could quickly and easily be known as the Grey Cup winning realtor if you wanted to be. Building your own USP can be a time-consuming and frustrating experience. Just when you think you've hit pay dirt, you may realize that your unique selling proposition isn't so unique after all and you're forced to start over again. You just need to keep rolling it around in your head and trying different angles and perspectives. Your unique selling proposition is a key aspect to your marketing. While articulating what sets you apart from your competition and makes you truly unique is difficult, it is a critical component of any advertising campaign. Avoid generalities and instead focus on the one thing that others in your area can't or won't be able to provide. We hope you found this episode of the podcast interesting and valuable. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. And join our mailing list to get an email reminder each time we upload a new episode. Visit CanadianRealEstateMarketing.ca to sign up. We're Val Lebrecht and Paul Polson, and this has been episode 12 of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.